There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yes, yes. Welcome into the Tim McKernan Show from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. It is February 16th, 2023. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan. Sitting across from me in these HomeLoanExpert.com studios is Action Jackson. Jackson, as I talk, what are you thinking about? Because I know you're not thinking about what I'm saying. So what's on your mind? Just tell me. Uh, we're going to the Blues game tonight. Blues hockey. Yeah, uh, so that's going to be fun. Uh, good weather this weekend. Get to get outside. Oh, really? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think uh, we're going to be in the mid fifties on Saturday. I think Is I that saw. right? I hope that's the case. Yeah, mid fifties. Yeah, late, uh, high fifties yeah. on Sunday. Wow. So get some ball striking in. A little bit of work uh, before the season starts, and uh, yeah. So I'm. I'm pretty hopeful. You know, once you get through February, you can kind of see daylight. You're not out of it, but you can see daylight, and that's uh, that's important. I think I'm going to Florida. I think I'll be there in less than two weeks, actually. Wonderful. That is awesome. I haven't talked about this on the radio. This is a special treat mm. for the podcasters. A little Easter egg. And maybe I will have you edit it out. Okay. I'm, of course, not naming names or anything like that. But this is kind of something I've been dealing with. And I want your, and I haven't talked, as you know, I haven't talked about it with right. you off there. So you're hearing it. It says you make the call. All right. Even though there's not really a call to make. So we booked a place. A couple of things are still up in the air. It is a totally different ball game traveling with two children, one of whom is one, uh, than with one child. And, of course, with no children, as would be the case with you. Sure. And you would just be totally solo. Yeah. So, you know, we've, we've taken our son, who was born in 2017, with us every year, and we've been there in 18, 19, 20, 21. We didn't go last year because uh, my wife had our second son and so this year we're planning on doing but again some things were up in the air the broadcast i want to make sure that i'm on youtube no doubt. not just being yeah. remote so we've been working on that we believe we have a solution oh, yeah. you know of the solution i don't i just show up and somehow i magically am on youtube yeah. from jupiter is that yeah. correct yeah we'll be doing some testing next week and yep. some uh some crash course in it but yeah everything to my knowledge is set up for that so here's the situation and I have a friend of mine, one of the people I lean on for business counsel, mm-hmm. who I brought into this. And I'll tell you what he had to say about it. You're going to get this raw. All right. So I booked the place. Book it back in November. It's in an Airbnb, Verbo type deal, not right, a hotel. Right. And because uh, it is not easy to get places in that neck of the woods. And uh, they go quickly. I mean, I, I would imagine places for 2024 already gone, yeah, possibly 25. Time, it's yeah. just, yeah, it's just the way that it is. Fine. Sucks, but it's where people want to be at this time of year who live in this part of the country in the Northeast. So anyway, uh, the deadline for full refund was while we were in Jamaica. Gotcha. So I contacted the person who uh, is the contact for the property. Yeah owner of the property, and it was a couple hours away from the deadline, and I was actually dining at the Jerk Shack. Oh, so good. At, uh, at the Sandals Resort. 
And I went back to the room. I think my wife was still at the pool or something or another. And I just remember I was in there by myself because I jacked off. And I, I got, uh, I, I sent her this message to say, I just because I want to abide by the terms, I'm, I'm going to have to cancel. My goal is to still take the place, but yeah. I understand you got to put it on the market. This right. is for March, and you want to fill, fill the bed, so to speak, as they would say, in a hotel. So no hard feelings. I just got to make sure I, you know, because I'm because like the YouTube thing yeah. hadn't been set up yet, yeah. and we still don't aren't a hundred percent sure it's. It's good to go. Um, so anyway, she actually calls me. I guess my number is listed in the mm-hmm. transaction. Couldn't be friendlier. Couldn't be kinder. My type of person. Sure. And uh, and she says, well, how much time would you need? I said, honestly, I don't know. I, I said, because I'm, I'm, I'm in Jamaica right now, so I can't tend to this, and so I can't answer the questions. And again, you're welcome to just put it on there, and if I lose it, I lose it, and that's the deal. She goes, well, how about I extend the deadline? I said, sure. She goes, okay, how would February 13th work for you? And I said, yeah, that's great. I appreciate it. So she does that. And then I, you know, memorialize it. Is that what you say? Via the the software communicating with her. So it's in writing. Gotcha, it's on the gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I hear what you're saying. Um, and so February 13th rolls around. It's this Monday. And still, we haven't tested the YouTube thing. Uh-huh. And I still wasn't 100% sure. Um, and uh, some of the dates that we were hoping to be able to stay to, we were hoping to be able to stay until April 2nd, if I'm not mistaken, uh, now wasn't available. So we'd return on the 29th. And I was like, ah, that's it's not as long for the cost of, of doing it. And, and I'm not even talking about dollar cost, although that's certainly something that I analyze i'm talking about the cost and the sweat so to speak of taking two children right down there my wife's parents always stay with us they watch the kids huge value mm-hmm. perhaps at some point in your life you will have a an appreciation for what that means but i don't want to be condescending wait till you find out what it's like to be a parent because i hated when people would say that to me right but i assure you parents know that for about a month my wife and i can go out whenever we want because her parents will watch the two boys. Furthermore, I get the time. I'm you know, one-year-old, you know, God bless him, friendliest and happiest kid in the world. <laughs> but, you know, there's not a whole lot I can do with him just yet. But with my five-year-old, I can go to Cardinal games. He yep. loves going to the golf course. I can't put a dollar value on that stuff. So I'm comfortable with that. But to take everybody across the country, you want it to be a longer period of time. And so to lose that last weekend, which wasn't her fault. Somebody rented it. I hadn't booked it. God bless America. So we'd leave on one date and get back on it. So I'm back and forth. I'm like, I'm still not sure on the YouTube thing. I'm not sure on this date. So on the 13th, I said, hey, just to, again, abide by the terms, I'm going to cancel. I still hope to use it, but I understand it's the 13th. You need to rent it. It's totally cool. But again, I just want to abide by the terms. No doubt. So I sent her the message, just like I had on January 30th when we were in Jamaica. Yep. All right, Jackson. I did that at 10.57 Central Time because I know 11.57. I know she's on the East Coast. It's 11.57 there. But I just wanted to abide by the literal letter of the law. I wake up. As a matter of fact, I was hosting the show. Somebody could actually probably watch my facial reaction as I get the message from her the next morning. And it said something, you know what, actually, I don't need it to be something along the lines of, allow me 
read from the exchange? Because I, I really, if you, I want your honest opinion. No on doubt, this, no doubt. Okay? So uh, let's see what I got. Uh, couldn't, and like I said, she's friendly. Here, here's the bottom line on the situation is this. She don't want to lose the money. Yeah. And I understand that. That's business. I've rented places out before as well. So I understand the whole thing. However, you know, I'm abiding by the letter of the law. Um, all right. Um, hey, Tim. Uh, like I said, we have a live open calendar with instant book. And the weekend you inquired about with extending has been booked. You can have first right of refusal for that weekend if those guests were to cancel. Uh, March is prime, so love to have you if you can honor the commitment, but I understand you need to do what you need to do. However, we are past the deadline per our agreement and policy for you to cancel with a full refund. At this point, you can still cancel with a 50% refund. We do hope to have you and look forward to hearing from you soon. 7.38 in the morning. Oh, look at the look on your face. All right. I didn't know if this would resonate or if this would just, this is why I didn't do it on TMA. Because it would just get shit on anyway, so I couldn't have a serious <laughs> conversation, and then it, you know somehow it turn into something else. So this is this is my little area to yeah. do my thing. Safe place. Yes, I don't know if it's safe place, but can't do it on one hundred and one for sure, and I'm not uh, going to do it on TMA. Safer place. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I didn't. That's why I said maybe I'll just edit. Have you edit this out? But the look on your face, you are you are taken aback. So I responded. So that was 7.38, so if somebody wants to go back on the YouTube and see if they can find it. <laughs> now, now, just a quick question. Sure, I'm taking questions, Jackson. No doubt. So January 30th, she gave the extension to the 13th, and you sent her the message on February 13th before the deadline. This is what I wrote on February 13th, 2023. Yeah. Uh, blank, as in her name. No doubt. Good evening. I apologize, but in order to stay in our agreement for our refund, I wanted to reach out and cancel today on February 13th. However, we are still interested in working something out if possible. Um, And then I go into the reasons. Um, I said if if it could be worked out that we could have the place through this date, we would take it and commit to date through date. Um, But I totally – but I understand if that is not possible – if that is the case, we completely respect it and understand if you have to move on, if it can be worked out, we are in for those dates. Thank you. Mm. So yeah. it was sent on, there's no, I don't think anybody could dispute it was sent on February 13th. Her response was, we are past the point of the deadline. The deadline was the 13th. I responded, good morning. Our agreement was February 13th, which is why I sent the message last night at 1057 Central on February 13th. And then she responded, while I was still doing TMA, yes, you needed to cancel yesterday, not send a message. The host cannot cancel on a guest. The guest has to cancel. So what she is saying, now she's not here to represent her side. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I, we, I think everybody knows what's really going on, right? Yeah, Which is, I mean, what is your interpretation without me saying it? Uh, it's kind of forcing your hand in a sense. Yes, because you don't want to lose the money. No doubt. And again, I understand that. It's not like I'm like, what? You don't want to lose it? But court, nobody wants to lose money. I understand yeah. it. I think she could probably still rent it out. But with that said, I get it. It's now February 16th. But I didn't say I need February 13th. I called the cancel right. on the 30th. Yeah. And I wasn't told, well, you can't cancel here. You need to go click. So what she's trying to get me on is that I didn't go and click cancel. I 
contacted her like I had before to cancel. I wasn't told that was wrong. Right. She called me, which she's not supposed to do. You're not supposed to. That's a big thing. I don't don't know how many verbal. You're going to the fucking... Her books all those. Right. Her books. Her, 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 yeah, her books. He's a travel agent. I'll he's good use at him. He's really good. Uh, but they make it a bit because they don't want people doing side deals. Verbo, Airbnb. They need theirs. Yeah, 100%. Their and beat. I get it. And, yeah. you know, God only knows how many times people go around it, but whatever. So she called me. I mean, I, I, I had no idea it was calling me. I just saw it was a 561 area code. So I know that that's the area yeah. code of Palm Beach County. Yep. And, uh, and so, but because it was done via the spoken word to cover my ass, I I wrote on January 30th, Jackson, uh, something along the lines of, good afternoon, I was wondering, oh, um, thank you so much for calling this afternoon, um, and then memorialized the terms that we agreed to, and then she confirmed it like an hour later after I sent the message. So now, I am in a spot. Yeah. Because... I don't know where the service would side. My compadre, who's the only other person outside of my wife who I've discussed this with, and now I'm sharing it with the Friends of the Feather here on the Tim McKernan Show podcast, the award-winning. My understanding is when it came to, like, people who had these types of deals in Sanibel, when it was wiped out, Uh they were stuck. Oh, wow. I don't know that, but I, you know, I don't, and then it, and then if I am stuck, now I'm going through this process with somebody who uh, yeah. I'm staying in their place because I'm not going to take 50%. No. I'm just going to go. Right. But I felt really good after I sent the message of saying, yeah, I just, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent. So I need to cancel. Yeah. Now, if it can still be worked out when everything is a hundred percent great, if you move it and I would imagine she would, then I lose out and then I'll have to find another place or we just don't go because again, this is a lot different than taking just one child. Yeah. You're taking a one-year-old. And we're, even though I'm sure a month sounds like an incredibly long time to pick up and move essentially six people's lives, because yeah. you're talking about the four of us and, and my wife's parents, for four weeks, I mean, you're taking every, not everything, but you're taking a whole lot of your homes oh, yeah. down there. It's a thing. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, and so, you know, so I'm in a spot. Yep. Now, I will tell you what my compadre says, and then you tell me what you think. Okay. He is fired up. Even though it impacts him in no way. He goes, this is, he goes, she is, I don't know what the word he used. Oh, he, so he called it a scam. I said, I don't think it was a scam. But, you know, he goes, I'd immediately reach out to a, you know, representative for that company and, and show them the screenshots, because I do have the screenshots. And, you know, but my theory is they will... They will go, well, you didn't click cancel, right. even though I used the same communication that I did on January 30th, which worked, right. but right. now it doesn't work. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, now do, if I get an attorney involved, now you're dealing now I'm, now, well, now I'm paying legal fees, yeah. and who knows what's going to wind up happening. You know. So anyway, that's... So I'm not... I'm not looking for sympathy because I don't really fucking care, and I know I'll get no sympathy anyway because I'm, I'm an asshole because I go to Florida and I don't support the soccer team and the battle hawks and blues, you know, and whatever. So fine. I'm a bad guy. But from a principal standpoint, you make the call. Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, Jackson Burkett. Oh, we'll do Horton Walk in the class of 2016. Um, a couple things. 
There's no doubt that information was withheld from you on January 30th when you reached out to cancel and the extension was given. Mm -hmm. uh, if that, if she really was doing it, in, and I'm not saying, I'm not trying to cast dispersions here. If she's doing it in good faith, she would have told you on January 30th, okay, but if you do cancel on February 13th, make sure you go through the website to cancel as opposed to messaging me because that's the only way we can do it. That information should have been shared with you. There is no doubt in my mind that that information should have been shared with you. So when you do that, then you get, because that's acting good faith, because that would be the case. When she said what she said on February 13th, the day after, um, that is essentially like, hey, I, I, I didn't tell you that, but that's how you have to do it. And now, now you're screwed. Yeah. And that, and that's now kinda, I can give you 50% back. Right. And that's totally like a, okay, you're going to you're going to come here and take the spot. You know, that was kind of the play. Now, I do think it would be wise to reach out to that website and tell and show them all the screenshots and all that. If I had to guess, if I had to put money down, that website will side with her. Because they're taking money out of their own pocket. Right, exactly. If they don't do it, they'd be taking right. money out of their own. So she withheld information from you. There's no doubt. I, 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 I understand what you're saying there. I would imagine that the terms and conditions would say you have to cancel. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. And then that, So this is a total technicality, which but yeah. again, I understand it. Yeah. Now, it's it's absolutely not in good faith. Nobody would dispute that. Right. But I mean, how many things are tried over whether it was good in faith? It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's a letter of the law, which is why even my wife and I were talking about it, it was her birthday. We went to dinner on on the 13th and we were going back and forth on it. And I was actually texting with the owner mm -hmm. uh, while we were sitting at dinner. About that, I said, you know, we're good to go. We're going to stay through uh, the second. And she goes, oh, unfortunately, somebody has booked those dates now. Yeah. And then I said, Anna Maria, I said, God, I said, now we're going down there. For... And I said, it's, it's, we already are hesitant to do it. I still don't know what the situation is with the, the shows. I mean, yeah. it's not, it's a different deal also doing two shows. Yeah, it is. Even though it's only an hour on 101, it's a different, different deal. That's It's a different kind of show. Mm -hmm. And it's a, you know, these things have to make sure they got to be buttoned up. Yeah. And we're bringing the YouTube element. I've done shows remotely. Obviously, I've done the shows from Florida a million times. And during COVID, I did the show from my house. But we're bringing in the YouTube element to it. So it's just some uncertainty. And then you have two children in the, the, the mix. And so I just didn't feel good about it. Plus, then you factor in the cost and all of the travel and so on and so forth. So I'm like, okay, I, now that I feel good about it, I, I maybe that tells me that was... The decision I'm comfortable with. I don't believe there's some force telling me it's the right decision, but it's the decision I'm comfortable with yeah. at the moment. And then I get hit with, well, you didn't click. I mean, they shouldn't say you didn't click cancel, but you, you know, you can't send me a message. You have to cancel, which was her. You know, I, and I, I mean, everybody knows it. I doubt she'll say that because she's trying to get my money. Yeah. So, it really surprised me that that the host can't cancel. On a guest, that, that 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 actually is the most surprising thing. I well, think what that. she what the other thing is on the phone conversation, she said, by definition, we have passed the website's time of giving you a full refund, but I will give you a full refund. Got it. So she was making her, which is again, it was done kindly. It wasn't done yeah, sneakily. Right, right. It wasn't right. like, yeah, if we just do the deal between us, I'll knock X amount of dollars off. I think she's a fine person. Uh huh. Who is going, oh, shit, I might lose this amount of money, and I only will have a couple weeks to rent it out, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to get him. Yeah, on a technicality. Right. Yeah. And, you know, can I win? 
confident I can win? Right. Am I interested? It's like Iggy and the $250. Juice and squeeze. 100%. And then the alternative is I go down there. I'm sure while I'm down there, I'll be like, I can't. But it's like what Doug said when we were debating between staying at KFNS and going to Hubbard in like a weekend. He goes, can you believe we even were thinking about it? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm sure within a couple of hours after we're done with the hassle of moving our lives, you know, across five states, I'd be like, I'm so glad I did this. Yeah. But in the moment, and then it also sets the tone with this is the relationship. You know, this isn't like a hotel. This is a home, and this person's the owner, and that's why I have not responded. Not because I'm doing the silent treatment, but because I'm like, what do I say in this spot? It's a really tough spot. Because... The next move dictates yeah, the relationship yeah, going forward. Yeah, right. no, it's a tough spot. Yeah. There is no doubt about that. The boy's like, he's like, fuck this. This this is bullshit. And I go, I'm telling you, they're not going to, this place isn't going to side with me. This place, I mean, this site is not going to side with me. They're going to say, oh, you didn't yeah. click it. Right. And then I'm going to say, okay, well, then, you know, she called me and she extended this when she acknowledged it was against your policy. And then I'm, now we're doing that. And it's still not going to matter because those are my words. And they're not going to, oh, she said that? Well, then this. Then we'll, it's not the way it's going to work. Right. So I believe I am just stuck with it. And, you know, I suppose it, then I guess shame on me because even though the communication on the 30th was good enough to get the extension, apparently the communication on the 13th nah, was not good. Wasn't going to suffice. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt. You got banged on this. You got banged. It's, it, and that's, uh, that's just how it goes. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's def- the next move is a tough one. That's a, a spot I, w- I know I, I would be <laughs> having anxiety about. I don't know. Maybe there's an attorney. By the way, I'm not looking for free legal counsel. And I, I, I say this, and I say this from a place of good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, oftentimes I will talk about something and then it will lead to a lot of emails that are fun anecdotes, Mm -hmm. but not necessarily relevant per se to the the situation. This is a unique set of circumstances. And also it involves a bit of, he said, she said, even though we did memorialize it in the communication on the site. Um, it's just a, you know, so yeah. Last night, my wife goes, so what are you thinking? And I go, I guess we're going to go. I know it sounds crazy that I'm, like, reluctant to do it because we love being there so much, but I just want to make sure the 20 or so shows that I'll be doing from there, everything fires on all cylinders. When we were doing it with KFNS, I just hooked up that monster Comrex, but still it was plugged in, hardwired Ethernet, yeah. And we heard, I don't know if we had any delay or drops in the six months I was down there doing yeah, the show. Never when I was, you know? Yeah, never when I was. So as you know, Marshall, our engineer here, has been working on the YouTube. I mean, it's not, he's like, yeah, now, and you, well, you know better. You know the situation. It's not going to be difficult. It shouldn't be, no. But I still want to make sure that it's, there's no issues. Right. I mean, that's, right. that's, this is my responsibility. And uh, so, yeah, I would prefer. To just know for certain that we're good. But, hey, it's late in the game, and now I got somebody going, well, you didn't <laughs> – you needed to cancel yesterday, not send a message. I'm like, is that right? Because I sent a message on the 30th, right. and I got an extension. With no mention of right. – if you want, hey, before, if you're going to cancel before the 13th, make sure you go to yeah. the website. I know. mean, I know I could, I could get an attorney involved, and we could, you know – but then again, juice, squeeze. Right, exactly. And it's like, ugh. So, 
anyway. I, but what I'm more curious in, on is, for those listening, more on the principle of the situation and also the literal interpretation of the letter of the law. Now, in order to actually truly have an informed opinion, one would have to know these sites' policies. Right. What I am telling you is she went around the site's policy and giving me the extension, Yeah. but acknowledged in writing that she would refund if I were to decide not to come by the 13th. And so on the day of the deadline, I told her I wouldn't be coming, and then I was told the next morning that that wasn't good enough. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I don't think she's a a bad person or acted shady, but she saw an opportunity. Yeah. And and also, maybe if I came back over the top, then she'd go, okay, fine, fuck it. Right. You know, or if I said, okay, we're just going to go down there for spring break. You know, my son has spring break in pre-K, and... uh, and but to again pick up the whole family and go for a week yeah not easy with a one-year-old that's the game changer that that's that's the x factor yeah. so anyway uh feel free to give your thoughts team recurrent at inside stl.com uh and if you could limit them to a, like a thousand words because <laughs> sometimes this leads to essays an, an anecdote of a, a disney world trip gone wrong <laughs> day one seven thousand words day two uh, the only the only emails I like that are long and drawn out with detail are Deeb's masturbating on I seventy. That's go. that's that's the kind of stuff that I like. You know what else I really enjoy, Jackson? What's Outside that? of Ryan Kelly, Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, Seth Gold Camp of Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com, and the great Jamie Burkhard, Clayton Patterson, and Peter Munganess of Munganess St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. Uh, when Timmy recaps. Sends me a question for QFTA. Oh, it's always a, it's always a special I mean, this moment. guy. Yeah, he's special. And this is a good one. And it kind of ties into uh, w- something that we wound up discussing a little bit on TMA today. But I recognize uh, that not everybody who listens to this listens to TMA. And uh, it kind of will speak to a bigger question. So I saw he sent one yesterday when I posted about... Uh, QFTA, got a bunch of them. I really like this one. So this is the leadoff hitter. Morning, Tim. I was about to hit send on this question under your Facebook thread, but then thought better of it, so I'll shoot it to you here. Uh, also, I would understand if you choose not to address it, but here goes. Probably been asked a million times, but I ask with sincerity. And this is for you also, Jackson. Okay. So, uh, I'm paying attention. Here you go. Is Iggy showing up late to segments an agreed-upon bit? Some days it sounds as if it is wearing on the team. Even Plowsy is starting to get in on the action with some snide comments. Is it a bit? Obviously, you deal with it, but some of the comments that are made sound as though it creates a little frustration. Also, what's the line between wanting a product that sounds polished versus the product makes money and you don't mess with something that works? For context, the audio issues, phone lines dropping, people sounding like robots for months... (laughs) That Gangster Pete reset. Yeah, that was bad. I'm not hating on the show, obviously, because I listen and or podcast daily, but I'm wondering how you make sense of it in your brain. (laughs) (laughs) Or if it is something you give any thought to at all, maybe you don't. I'd imagine not another show in the country would be okay with one of those sounding like a robot for months on end. And kind of criticizing the listeners for pointing it out. Now, on that, I just I, I was going to go through the whole thing and then respond. But on that one, I am virtually certain. But maybe I maybe somebody will provide evidence that I'm not accurate here. That Doug Jackson and myself do not criticize the listeners. Try not to at least. I just don't. I but I could be off the mark on that. Right. So if I am, 
you know, but uh, <laughs> I want to read. I want to read. I'd imagine not another show in the country would be okay with one of the hosts sounding like a robot for months on end and kind of criticizing the listeners for pointing it out. See, no, the nose breathing also, <laughs> especially when it was eventually fixed with a press of a button. We could have done much sooner if we would have asked someone, according <laughs> to Jackson. <laughs> that is true. That is true. The funny thing is that those things provide a ton of material. So it's almost as if those things are celebrated and championed because it contributes to the roast-like content. But I can also see a world where that stuff would bother you because you seem to be a bit of a perfectionist with some OCD and or neurotic habits. That would be a very good read. (laughs) Again, genuine and sincere questions. Not looking to get anyone bent out of shape or fired up. Thanks. Be well. That's from Timmy Recaps. Love the email. And it's something that I've actually thought about I've thought about over the last few weeks, actually, and I kind of feel like we've talked about it off the air, uh, you and me, Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm glad that his DM then led to me thinking about, because I because his assessment of my personality is correct in that I am, I don't know if perfection, I don't know what the right way to describe it, my personality is. Neurotic, I think, is a... Is... What is what is your definition of neurotic? I, I hear neurotic and I think of Richard Lewis, and I don't think of myself as Richard Lewis. He is certainly neurotic, right. but there's different like kind. Okay, so always, what do we have here? I think like I think of neurotic as like somebody who's like they like what they like in a certain way. Yeah. Like let's say like somebody likes their bagels sliced in half in no other way. Somebody likes. Well, that uh, sounds like kind of. OCD is kind of like it. It's, yeah, it's I, the, I wouldn't. I, I'm not in that category. That strikes me. No, as, but like the 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 way you put things in spreadsheets, like that's a neurotic thing. Like, yeah, it's not necessarily like weird or different. It's just how you operate. Right. Like putting what you eat into a spreadsheet. That is like something that's like. Oh, oh. I think it's. I think it is weird. If you said that's not weird, I think it's super weird. Like, it, I think it's absolutely fucking nuts. Actually. Well, journaling things is healthy. Like journaling right. thoughts or. Even meals, like that's a healthy. thing I mean, to the, do. for the record, and I and I want to be clear, I think it is weird. But I, but I, the reason I, I now I started doing it before I had my when I was told in November of 2012 that I had lymphoma, mm-hmm. and it turned out to be, I don't know if the right term, misdiagnosis for lack of a better term. Um, but for a week, I was under the impression I had lymphoma, and then I had this procedure called the mediastinoscopy. They got tissue, and it turned out I did not. Ever since then, my doctor, my internist says, I treat you like you have PTSD. Because I do. Yeah, oh yeah. Anytime, for real, almost annually, I think I have cancer now. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not constant, but something will happen, and I think, oh God, I got to Because I went from thinking I had a cough, going and thinking they were going to give me a pack like they had 50 other times, to getting a phone call saying, we want to have you come in, I think it was a chest x-ray, because it could be lymphoma, which was one thing, and then a couple of days later, the doctor calling me and saying, I'm sorry to tell you, you have lymphoma, and then going into the survival rates, and I mean, holy shit. It's my favorite podcast you've ever done. Oh, God bless America. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I actually had somebody one time text in and rip me for it, and I thought, wow, what a weird thing to... But either way, digressing, it's not the point. That's why... That's why... um, that's why I am in that realm the way I am. Um, I think, but maybe this is neurotic to say, I think I have 
self-awareness that is so self-aware that it is unhealthy. Mm. That's like an interesting way of looking at it. Like it's one thing to have self-awareness, but it's another thing to be so self-aware that it is unhealthy. Yeah, that is, I guess that's a, yeah, because I bet that I think there is a point of self-awareness where you're like, you're too self-aware right. and then you start overthinking. Or overthink. I overthink. I mean, yeah. I absolutely. Oh, yeah. Me too. I'm a. Absolutely overthink, which is why I have said before, and I mean it, and I said it, I remember, I, I think I said it my first show back after my first son was born, that, and it like, and like Doug was disagreeing with me, not to be disrespectful to the Plowhawk, but I said, I would love it if my son wound up being like the Plowhawk which would probably sound counterintuitive to what a lot of people would think in, in the United States. But my thought was, now the Plowhawk certainly has gotten a little bantier since 2017, but he's just happy. Yeah, he is. He truly is. And so that's all, from my standpoint, and, and now five years later, I still, that's what you want. Yeah, it, yeah. It, I mean, how many times I interview people in, in their sound stories, and they talk about their kids, and they're proud of them, they're happy, they're good kids. That's kind of, I'm not going, boy, I hope he can make, you know this much money or do this it's just like i want him to be happy whatever the fuck it is you know i that that that's that's the name of the game and i don't want him to have some of the things that that have plagued me uh that have made my life less enjoyable because i have these you know obsessive traits Mm -hmm. now the byproduct of the obsessive traits is what i gather people on the outside looking in would call successful i suppose if that is your definition of success but to me as time goes on my definition of success actually is more is the person happy and are they a quality person yeah not you know their net worth which is tough to recognize for people like themselves it's tough for people to recognize that and like appreciate that about themselves if they are a happy person sometimes they might not feel it inside but it is important to recognize like doug i always use doug but i feel like doug's a great foil because we're on the same show we do have we have different roles on the same show, and I've said before, Doug. You know, I, I think I've said it. To, I think I've said it on the air. I said I just admire you. I wish I could be more like that. And then he goes, Well, I. But yeah, because I'm like this, I've probably, you know, for lack of a term, missed out on some opportunities. Sure. So it's the grass is always greener thing. But I don't know. I don't know which ones. I don't know. It, it's not a matter of which one's better because it doesn't fucking matter. It's like I, you know, I'd like to be six five. I can't <laughs> do anything about it. This right. is. This is it. I, I, I had a guy yesterday, really good sound story, um, and truly, for real, they almost always are. I yeah. mean, Doug and I talk about our sound Randy Carricker and I talk about our sound stories, like the interviews. We love doing them. Uh, and this guy was talking about meditating. And I did meditate when I had a sleep problem, but I got away from it, and I wonder if that would help. Oh, yeah, that's great. Oh, you meditate? Mm-hmm. I use an app called Headspace. It's really, really good for that. Is that right? It's re- And it's people think it's like a whole thing where you, like, lie down and like cross your legs and say home oh, a bunch like that's not what Do you have a mantra uh no but i have a way tm transcendental meditation and it's used i mean the most successful people in the world use it it's just like sitting down for five minutes and like just allowing your mind to go completely blank and it's yeah, crazy. somebody talking about like seinfeld oh yeah larry yeah. david and seinfeld both are huge yeah. in the tm david lynch is like the king of it out in hollywood so i don't know I, either way my 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 point on bringing all of that up is I, I am not necessarily going. This is the way, you know. I I've learned some things. I think I've, but I I think, for example, if somebody hasn't been around me since like two thousand, I don't even know, two thousand eight, nine, ten, 
the person I am now versus the person I am now. First off, I'm kind of like grossed out by that person. Uh, secondly, uh, wouldn't recognize because just some things have changed. But I think a lot of that comes with either having the responsibilities of the business of the show for a portion of that time. You have a different perspective on things when you're on the other side of the desk. Uh, getting divorced, uh, you can't help but I think have some semblance of awareness. And then having children. Those three things, if you do not, I don't want to say evolve, because that's kind of self-aggrandizing, because that's then operating on the premise that you've gotten better. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it hasn't caused a change, if you if you go from employee to employer, from husband to divorced, and from, you know, not being a parent to being a parent, I would imagine all three of those things would change the vast majority of people. Now, whether it changes you for the better or not, I suppose, is in the eye of the beholder. But in my opinion, those things have changed me. I also think it makes me a little more, um, I guess for lack of a better term, relaxed, even though that might not sound like it on the radio. Like, pick your spots, for lack of a better term. Um, never, as I've said on the radio today, never waste time on things that don't have any upside. Yep. yep. Which is such an easy thing. And it's so simple. It's a handful of words, and I'm just telling you, I live by it. I try to live by it. Not to say that I execute it perfectly. Don't get in a fight with a, you know, get in a war of words with a liar. Basic as fuck. What was the other one that we've uh, we've added to it? Oh, uh, some people like some things. Some people like don't like other things, and some people don't like anything. Uh, that was the colonel with that one. I felt like there was another one we were talking about recently. But either way, I mean, certainly to each their own. Wrongsdale one too. Yes, uh, the guy who owed twenty dollars. Yeah. Uh, Chaz Palminteri said, "How do you like the guy?" No, well, then for twenty dollars, you got him out of your life. Yeah, which yeah, I I I I truly do value like the tell. Like, okay, I never want to be around that motherfucker. So it's great. So how does this all tie into the TMA thing? I suppose I would say this: ask yourself if you are a TMA listener, what you would prefer. Would you prefer? A show with Doug, Jackson, and myself, but without Iggy and the Plowboy, but with two really great producers, but they don't have active roles in interacting on the air. So I'm I'm at and this is this is this is your moment to meditate. Think about that, mm-hmm. because that's essentially the question that I believe Timmy recaps is asking, and he's not saying I, I should want one or the other, but asking like, does it bother me or Doug or uh, Jackson or Plowboy? I can tell you this: if it does bother anybody, no one. I'll swear in blood has said it. I don't know. So my, my point being, no one's bothered by it because I would be able to tell. I, I also don't know. I suppose it's like if, if you can't spot the fish at the table, then you're the fish. <laughs> but in other words, maybe Doug Jackson, Iggy, and the Plowboy bitch about me and I'm not around, but operating on the premise that I don't think that that is going on, um, I don't recall a moment i mean a split second now tell me if i'm wrong by the way okay in which there has been a second 
of disagreement since we've been in Hubbard amongst the five people on the show. Not that I can recall. There haven't been many in, in the history of the show, but since we got into Hubbard, there has, with this group of five people, there hasn't been, as far as I know, like I said, and I'm, in, and if there has been people, like, Tim did this. I mean, you know, then that's that's for you. It's not for you to air somebody out here or air right. that out here anyway. I don't think that's the case, but fuck, maybe I'm detached, uh, especially since the five people on the show know I don't own the station, right. so right. it's not like I'm in charge. So, with that all said, it is it is not something to answer Tim's question. It is not something that bothers us in the slightest. It just it just absolutely doesn't. I suppose it could theoretically bother someone in management, but if it did, they would say something and it would stop. Right. So, you know, I think, and I guess I have been management before, and I think this applies to the management here, two things they care about. Is the show making money what and then as a subset of that what kind of return on investment are we getting on the show Mm -hmm. and then second how much of a headache is a person on the show or are people on the show those are the two metrics so that that should be spent they should spend some time on that at journalism school and communication schools because that's what actually matters right you can talk about interviews and that sound pops and winning Emmys and all that shit. And I've done those things, and I can tell you it didn't matter. The stuff that matters, whether I'm on one side of the desk or the other side of the desk, is, oh, God, not this motherfucker again. Because mm-hmm. I know he's calling or texting because he wants something or he wants to bitch about something, you know, or here's, here's the next war, you know, right? that we're going to have to deal with, you know. And after a while, you just go... Man, it's just not even fucking close to worth to dealing with it. Um, or this guy, you know, has got a problem with their temper and, you know, it, whatever. Um, and it true, it is so weird here. I don't even know. I don't think you were in here. I think it was me, Doug, and Plowboy today before the show, before TMA. We are saying, like, I don't know what the deal is. It's weird, but there isn't a person on the air. And I'm talking about it on our show up and down this hallway with incredibly successful radio stations and shows and people who have made a nice living doing this stuff. Yeah. And you can make a nice living doing this stuff. Don't, you know, I know Iggy likes to talk about whatever the situation has been his situation, but, and I understand that, but you can make, not everybody can, but you can make a nice living doing this stuff. I still would tell everybody to not pursue it, (laughs) but you can. It's like going to buy lottery tickets. But there isn't a personality here where you go, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Ain't that the truth. It is. It's And, ser- and like, more so than that, like, really good people. Like right. Quality people. Like, not only are they just not headaches, they're, like, really quality people. Who you, like, you appreciate their candor and how, like, awesome they really are. So it's, it's a, it's a uni- but I get, you know, I used to say this regarding the Cardinal Clubhouse. When McGuire was doing what he was doing, and granted, I was super young. I was 21 when that was going on. But I would be around it a little bit, and then I certainly was around when he was on it on the downside in 2000, 2001. He was El Capitan in that clubhouse. And the way that it works is if, you know, the guy who is the guy is behaving one way, then just by human nature, people kind of then will follow that lead Mm because you don't want to step out of line from what the king of the jungle is doing. And 
and I don't know who the the king of the jungle would be here. One of the great things about it is everybody would say, "Well, I'm not the king of the jungle." Nobody right. would. But you know, whether it be Scott Rizzuto or John Hewlett or I don't I don't know. I'm not trying to whatever Randy Care. I don't know who the hell it would be. Point being, I know all those personalities, and there's just is kind. Like I'm a Rizzuto lemming. Mm-hmm. I like we bullshit and we talk about you know respective business of the shows and the shows and all that stuff. I can't say enough good stuff about that guy. Um, and and John Hewlett is John Hewlett and Randy are both kind of in this superhuman, yeah, just like kind, you know, yeah. So amongst the stations here, and then amongst the five of us, if there were any issues either we would tend to it amongst ourselves or um management would say hey iggy yeah you got to be in there Mm -hmm. but because the show is so free-flowing nobody gives a shit now if iggy were a co-host on balloon party and imagine what that would be like just for a moment uh more for me and you because the audience doesn't necessarily know what we see in that text inbox every day uh and how iggy's takes would play (laughs) But, and if he weren't back on time for that, that would be a problem. Like, regular, that would be a problem. But this is kind of the show. And so, yeah, I mean, the, the, I think people know. I don't think people are like, they think I'm covering for him. No. Because if it were a problem, we'd tend to it. Right. You know, I'm not going to let something, you know, bother, whether it be myself or if it bothered you. Uh, but for real, and I and I said this, I did a Q&A on the TMA fan page on Facebook when we were flying back from Jamaica, and somebody said, what's some, they asked something about the trip, and I said, honestly, I actually like the people on the show more now that we've hung out, because yeah. we just don't really hang yeah. out, which I like. I, I think it's good for the show in a weird way that we don't, because it'd be weird if, like, you know, like let's say Marsh was on the show regularly and yeah. you and Marsh were friends and you were hanging out, but then me, Iggy and right. Doug and Plowboy weren't and you kinda got you kinda got this little dynamic that yeah. not that it would be wrong for you to do that, but it's just been coincidental because, you know, whether it be Martin or the cat or Doug and now myself, all of us have had families. And so you get to a point where you're not gonna be sitting yeah, you're not going. Hey, what are we doing tonight? Because it's Friday night. It's not even on your mind. No. It's like, oh, I wonder if I can get to bed by ten. It's just <laughs> the, the world changes. So, um, yeah, it's just a, it's, it's. There's no bullshit, and I'm, and I'm not saying that to cover for anybody. I'm just t- like, I, I also know. Um, I was just talking to Tommy Mattern, who's in charge of programming, about something. I don't know what the hell we were talking about. Um, oh, conflicting times for meetings. One for programming. One for sales. And I was just letting them know um, how we had a sales meeting at the same time they were going to do this digital meeting. Neither here nor there. And then we wound up talking about a bunch of other bullshit. And I said, I don't know if people in the building appreciate how fortunate we are. And maybe people do. I don't know because it's not like something I talk with people about. To have the people who are, the way I describe it is like John Kioski would be the head coach and Tommy's the offensive coordinator and Keith Krause the defensive coordinator. To have that trifecta and the personalities they have of basically being normal human beings and Mm -hmm. quality human beings that have been successful in this business and know the business that isn't the way that it always works and so i am operating on the premise of it won't last forever 
And the moment I hear one of them has decided to move on, I will be like, fuck. Right. You know, so right. I'm still here. You know, I'll be like, this is a great time. And I think about it the same way for the five people on TMA right now. This will not last forever. It will not be the same five people in five years. It just won't be. And I, I think some people don't want to hear that. It's almost like talking about death for some people who really love TMA. It just won't be. I don't know who will be gone. I don't know if the show will still be on. I don't know. I mean, it's just, it, just look at the, it's just, it's just the way it's going to be. Yeah. And that doesn't mean anybody's a bad guy. It just is, it's just the way that it is. The show has had a variety of different people on it and it's 19 year history um so when it's a time like this when there is no bullshit you know whether it be with management or on the show you just have gratitude for it no doubt yeah you know absolutely and that's it's really important to be present in that moment yeah i i i and i feel like i've said this a few times on the podcast and i want to make sure i answer his questions um but it just so happened to be about an hour ago talking with Tommy about something completely unrelated, and uh, and I and I think about it with the show and the five people on the show right now, and how good it is. And I've said this before. I think I've said it privately in this business, and maybe it won't work this way because John Hewlett and Randy have been doing it. You know, Hewlett from the '70s, Randy from the '80s. Um, I view my situation like being like a professional athlete, not because we're anything like professional athletes, but because you ha- you only have so much time. Yeah. You know, if you are a director of sales like Keith or a market manager like John Kioski or head of program like Tommy, you can do this, assuming you're as successful as they are, until you retire. Yeah. As an on-air personality, rarely, rarely do you get to say, you know, December 31st will be my last day. I've enjoyed it. Thank you. God bless. Usually... They put the bullet in you. Yeah. And and sometimes perhaps it'll be orchestrated like, you know, so-and-so has decided to step down, but in reality, so-and-so. It might, you might see that with Leonard Hamilton, for example, in, oh, yeah. in, in Tallahassee yeah. uh, to bring it back to a topic near and dear to your heart. So I'm just like, yeah, at some point I, I expect to be fired. Mm-hmm. And I'm not mad about it. I just kind of expect it. Now, if it doesn't happen, then great. Yeah. But I just kind of, it's just kind of the nature of, of the beast. Um, but either way, we'll have had 20 years of, of doing it, but you got to be cognizant of that. And therefore you got to maximize within the realm of responsibility while you have the opportunity, because the game changes, the mediums change. If you would have told somebody five years ago that podcasting would be the rage that it is maybe seven years ago. Yeah. That's wild. Uh, I don't think people would have believed it. Right. But, but I mean, I would have believed it <laughs> because we were doing it. Yeah. But a lot of people, I think, in radio and how it has changed so much. And it is now moving more toward not necessarily what we do, but built around personalities. No doubt. Because music-driven radio, people obviously have alternatives to get that content. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I look at seizing it but also being grateful for it because who knows, man? They might go, yeah, that's enough. We're 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 done. All right, I want to make sure I answer a question. Jackson, you have anything? Because I'm doing one of those things where I just talk forever. Like a um, fucking asshole. <laughs> just to kind of address Timmy Recap's question a little bit more uh, about, like, you know, the the robot voices and, like, the, the polished product and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. All so, right. Now that's a good one. I want to go line by line. Yeah. So, like, stu- like I think, and, I like, the 
robot voice stuff was, you know, before I joined the show. And then, you know, it got changed out. That was what we call phasing. And it was a very simple fix. And, you know, I know that's like part of the shtick is like make fun of the producers about like, but I think for the most part, I mean, the podcast goes out every single day very quickly. We're on YouTube every single day. And if there's a problem, I get it addressed as quickly as possible. I'm not doing this because I'm like, I need affirmation on this. I actually have a quick anecdote about affirmation. Oh, I'd like an anecdote. It's, it's, I'll keep it very brief. But uh, Taking a shot? <laughs> no. But um, my senior year of college, I go down. I'm not going to mention the name of the company, but I go down for this internship weekend where 100 people, they were only going to get 50 jobs. I had made it past the cut of like 1,600 people. Wow. Into this. Yeah, so it was a really cool weekend in Atlanta. I actually was like the kind of shit I hate, like team building activities and networking, but, you know, sometimes you got to face your fears. And uh, there was like this breakout session where 10 of us gave this speech. And I've always been a good public speaker. Always have. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Always, public speaking, it always came that. easy to me because the kids would get scared and I picked up on the tells that people were scared. So I do the opposite of it. And so I've always been good at that. That was never a scary thing for me. So I gave this speech, uh, heard all the other ones. I knew my speech was good. I knew it was. There was no need for affirmation on it. The person leading the breakout session gives feedback after to nine of the people leaves me out. I didn't get any feedback on my speech. Okay. I knew it was good, but I, 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 I went up to the gentleman afterwards and I said, hey, you know, I know you noticed you didn't get feedback on my speech. Did you like it? He said, yeah, it was great. It was great. Next day in an interview, I get asked, are you someone who needs affirmation that you're doing your job well? And I was like, ah, I can pick up. I picked up on it. I said, ah, that person told them, hey, this guy, like – there's a flaw. Like he needs to be told he's doing well. Uh-huh. He can't just accept and understand what he's doing well. And that was a really big lesson for me for self-awareness to be like, if you know you're doing your job well, that's it. You don't need to get flowers thrown at your feet. And I was, I'm very lucky I learned that lesson. I didn't end up getting the job, uh, but that's a story for off air. Um, but that was a really good way for me to learn that like, you don't necessarily need self-affirmation. Like you can affirm yourself. You don't need other people. You don't need outside forces to affirm you're your doing your job right. So that was a very big lesson for me. So I'm not saying all this stuff to be like, hey, everyone throw flowers at my feet. I just do my job. Um, but with like other stuff, like whether it be the nose breathing or stuff like that, <laughs> you know, like that's that's more built in. But if there was a situation where like the audio sounded like shit or the podcast wasn't going out or we weren't up on YouTube, that like that's, I would, that, that's a different thing. With right. regards to the robot voice thing, all I can tell you is we were just trying to get through a situation. Uh, it was not something any of us were happy with, but you know, I don't, I hate doing the, if you knew, but I can't tell you games on the podcast, but it just was a situation where it was, you know, not even in the top 25 of things that were concerns at that time. Um, it was just get to December 31st, 2021. That's the best way I can describe it. Wasn't happy about it. Had ideas well, shit, beyond ideas, had designs on you know, purchasing the station and then implementing the ideas and executing those ideas and had hired people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that shit, if I would have heard that one day, it would have been taken care of immediately, period, because I would have owned it and been, you know, the managing member of the LLC and we're not going to run a business like that. But that wasn't the situation there. And so knowing you know the dynamics of the situation you're just going okay as i used to say you know and almost everybody did fly under the radar Mm -hmm. fly under the radar 
fly under the radar. The moment you pop up on the radar, I'll do my best to save you, <laughs> but I can't promise anything. <laughs> so fly under the radar. Yeah. Fly under the radar. I understand. I understand. I un- trust me. Nobody understands better. Yes, yes. But fly <laughs> under the radar. So uh, that one, I take the nose breathing thing for real, which I, I don't know why people think, I'd say everybody thinks we're lying about it, but when Doug and I say we don't hear it, if I, I, I heard it actually today, like briefly, um, I don't recall what segment it was late. I think it was right when Iggy came back in. Yeah, I, I heard it for a second. Okay. As well. So Tommy has met, Tommy Mattern has met with him about it, I think a couple different times. I think it's just because of the way he sits that he leans into the microphone. Right. And it picks it up. So that's the, it's not like people are just like, yeah, you know, fuck off. You know, it's something that, you know, the guy in charge of programming has, has talked about. I, it's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> I don't know what else to say outside of it's been talked about. Iggy's been talked to about it. And, you know, Doug and I, tr- like, if we heard it, we'd be like, dude, and I, because I know, it, I think anyway, it bothers him. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would say it off air because right. I wouldn't want to say something, you know, that would embarrass him if it, he really is sensitive about it. All right, let me see what else we got here. Uh, so I can go line by line because I don't want to skip over anything. Is he showing up late to segments and agreed upon bit? Absolutely not. But it's also not something anybody gives a shit about. Candidly, it gives me time to talk a little knowing that I'm not going to be interrupted if I can be real direct <laughs> I, and I want to make it clear, I'm not angry or anything like that about being interrupted. We just have a situation in the studio, this studio at the moment where I look across at Doug and Iggy is in the middle. And so it's difficult for Doug to know if I'm talking to him. So if I have something sports wise that I really want Doug's opinion on, I say, Doug, this is for you. <laughs> yeah. I picked up on him the first time. Too. I was like, ah, I see what he's doing there. Well, it's, yeah, it's not really like coded. No, it's just, no. it's just to let people know you know, now if I like wanted a porn take, I would go, Doug, what do you think? <laughs> you know, I know who to go to, but, you know, Doug also doesn't opine on porn, even though he doesn't watch it or isn't vocal about watching it. Uh, let's see. Uh, some days it sounds as if it is wearing on the team. That is not the case. I no. just promise you on that. Even Plows, you starting to get in on the action with some snack. Well, we're just fucking Bullshit. off. Yeah. Um, is it a bit? We don't do bits. Uh, I guess Iggy occasionally will do bits, but with those are rogue bits. <laughs> rogue bits. Obviously, you deal with it, but some of the comments that are made sound as though it creates a little frustration. No, the answer is honestly, it does not. I, let me try to think about something that frustrates me. God, I got I, I, because I, I want to give the people something. Mm-hmm. I want to give the people something. Maybe you can tip tip me off on something that you know frustrates me. I think like truly frustrating. Like yeah, That's... I don't I don't know, because if it does, I do something about it. Right. You know, yeah. I don't sit back and I don't know. Yeah, I I would say like because I'm trying to think of something truly frustrates you, and this isn't like a loving play. It's kind of what we talked about last week. You're a very level headed person. Like I I rarely see you too high or too low. You're very level headed. So like if something were to really frustrate you, it would be so noticeable for me. Right. And and the way I would handle it would be one on one. Right. Um, or Tommy would bring it to my attention and then I would handle it, you mm-hmm. know, with him privately. Um, 
So I don't know. I, I want to give people something. And I'm sure some people are listening like, how are you not saying this? And I'm trying to think about it. I don't know. I'd like the commercial breaks to be longer, I suppose, but that's not really got anything to do with the five of us. Right. The way that the show is sold is the live reads are inside the show. It's a great thing. Yeah. That's what you want. That is, it's what advertisers want more often than not. And, you know, just giving you the business of radios, you might imagine the live reads are more expensive than, you know, that's why I always say, if you want to know if a show's doing well, listen for their live reads. If they don't have any live reads, the show's got a problem. Um, but, you know, we could just run promos just to fill the time. Just cause, And it's not because I'm, like, exhausted, but when you are talking from 7 to 11... It's it's as weird as weird as it sounds. It actually this is the first time where I'm like, okay, I'm actually tired by doing the show, which is one of the factors on the Florida thing. Like, I'm not going to be done with work until noon, and then I also oftentimes have either a sound story or something sales related that I have to do, and that's that's the job. I'm not saying look at me, I have to work. That's the fucking job. I'm and God bless, I'm grateful to have it. but just it's it's not it's not you know people like to say you guys work three hours a day and I'm like yeah you have no idea the reason the the thing is around 19 years is because of the stuff that we do beyond the three hours of the day. Right. Um, let's see what else. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know. I want to come and it was just weird for me not to be irritated by something. Doug doesn't bother me in the slightest. You don't bother me in the slightest. I suppose Iggy can be. You know what, Bob? I got one. There we go. Iggy, like, pushing the mic away and, like, getting up, like, like because people are watching the, 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 the live read thing. Yeah. That, I mean, is it, a, it, this is like a one on a one to ten, but I'm just <laughs> looking for something. Yeah. It's like, dude, this is how the show exists. Yeah, so I get paid. <laughs> so sorry to inconvenience you <laughs> with the business, you know, but... You know, I, I also know, like, if it really bothered me, and I said, hey, you know, if you want to just look at your phone or do whatever, that's fine. But, like, the... The exhale. Yeah. Right. It's like, hey, man, this is the game. <laughs> and if you don't want to play the game, that's fine, but this is the game. Yeah, this is, how we... this is the way it works. I mean, can you imagine if when we're doing balloon party and, you know, I go, balloon party, driven by Mungan St. Louis Acura, and all of a sudden I hear you go... <sighs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a problem. That would be a problem. Maybe I'll just do that. I'll just, <laughs> that I'll just insert that. Legitimately enjoy good, it. Yeah, that'd be funny. You know, <laughs> if I just like push the mic away and say, "Jesus." <laughs> so it's just. But you, you told me I didn't know this because I'm always the last one to arrive. <laughs> that Iggy is not happy in the morning, and I didn't know that. Hey, grumpy Iggy, right? Oh, yeah, a little grumpy. Yeah, yeah I didn't. It I, was I, way I, worse again because <laughs> <laughs> there would usually be some sort of legume uh, remnants on the floor, legume, <laughs> or some kind of plastic bag. I mean, there was one time there was paper towels in his little area and he just picked him up and threw him across the <laughs> studio and i was like did that really bother you so badly they felt the need to throw it but uh since we got it's just like general morning grumpiness and that's you know right so i you know but that's the thing i i had i had to dig deep in my and i'm going i'm going through each person and i'm like yeah you know i don't know I, it, like i guess the audience is bothered by the plowhawk not playing drops the drops can drops can be great, 
but drops also like he'll like apologize if like he steps on something that he only does it with me but it's a science there's a science yeah like you gotta like pick your spot and sometimes they hit and sometimes you weren't wrong it just was in the middle of something and then it kind of stepped and you couldn't hear it and then it's and if it's one that goes a couple of seconds then it then then the person talking has to stop it's it's just a it's you know there's so, a science to it it's but a, i also know it. people are watching on youtube not everybody like a few hundred people and then they'll see him scrolling on twitter or whatever the fuck he does shopping <laughs> <laughs> i've seen that once or twice and i just kind of i don't know for whatever reason for that sh- for that show for tma it's 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 as tim said in his dm it's part of the show yeah and is. so you can bring in Somebody who would be fi- Stedman, for example, Stedman, even perfect because Stedman is the most incredible. I don't know what he, what was going on with that. It was so strange how he would have a drop like three seconds before we hit the point where that drop would be needed. Like, how did you know? Right. You know. But then he didn't talk, which is one of the things that I found. First off, I loved. Like, he, and I'm not talking about not talking on the air. He just didn't talk. He was just a guy. He's like. Goldschmidt. He's just going to be a gold glove MVP guy who just kind of has zero interest in any of the bullshit. Just let me do my job. I'm sorry I don't really have entertaining things to say, but this is who I am. But I'm going to do my job, and I'm going to do it at a level better than anybody else. That was great. But it also, like, okay, you could have that, but now you don't have the Plowhawks personality. And you can have whomever sitting in Iggy's chair, but now you're not going to have Iggy's personality. Mm -hmm. So... That's the, and I'm not saying people are saying it's an either or, but I'm telling you on on mapping it out. That's that's essentially the question. Also, to answer the question, you know, I have for me, and I guess you're involved in all of them too. Two other shows, this one and Balloon Party. If I if I am interested in being more serious, right? And I have found now that TMA. Um, which is at an all-time high, yep. and, you know, this isn't a brag, but I'm trying to, like, back up, essentially, Iggy and the Plowboy, uh, popularity-wise, dollar-wise, and, and download-wise. Uh, and if you think I'm lying, be my guest. I don't know why I would lie about it, but whatever. It doesn't matter. I've, I've, I've given up on people <laughs> believing me. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, you, yeah, as Tim said, you don't you don't fuck with it but if i do want to be serious sometimes on this show it'll irritate people that we're not like fucking off off, you know yeah so i kind of for example the the florida house situation i've got like i don't want to talk about it on tma because it'll you know it'll get off track without question no doubt Things will be said that aren't true, not yeah. because, you know... Not maliciously, but right. that's just the nature yeah. of it. And then it'll just turn into a whole thing. And I'm just, I don't want to... So I'm like, oh, I'll talk about it here because I was just tending to it. And I got to figure this out here very soon. And then Balloon Party, I recognize what that is. Now, we can do... I And notice that show that was so praised on Balloon Party where we did the thing with Vince Shamel, Gene McNary, and Dan Deardorff on the Football Cardinals leaving and the expansion debacle and the New England Patriots perhaps moving here back then. Um, I didn't do that on TMA at all. Mm-hmm. That was by design. So I kind of view the three shows as if I do have something I want to talk about, picking where they they right. would play best. Right. 
So I have two outlets that I am basically in complete control of on what the content is going to be on this and on that. And so TMA, and I think the audience's preference is for it to be exactly what it is. And the numbers, both revenue and download-wise, would indicate that it's working, so why fuck with it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Inevitably, yeah. it will be, quote-unquote, fucked with, but I don't mean fucked with by management. I mean fucked with by people will leave. Yeah. It's just the way that it'll work. I hope it doesn't happen forever. I don't want it to end, mm-hmm. but it inevitably will happen. I have no idea. I don't. I, I guess your odds on favorite would have to be Doug. I think I'm a sneaker play, though. <laughs> You know, and I don't want Iggy to have like a Sal the stockbroker moment. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we're expanding Sound Story, and yeah, I mean, things you know, you know, well what's going on, and you know, I don't know. So, but I love doing TMA. Oh. I would do TMA even if it's only like you know, I don't know, whatever, a, a portion of my income, just because I like to do it. Oh yeah. But if I have an opportunity with something else that could be, you know, substantial, I have to, I have a responsibility to make sure that I optimize that. And so, I'm not listen. I'm going to make it clear. I'm not saying I am leaving the show or anything like that. It's just I don't know. I don't know who will. You know, a lot of variables out there. There's a lot of variables. Maybe you'll pull a surprise. Yeah. You know. Who knows? Uh, maybe the plowhawk will pull a surprise. You know. I don't know. So. Yeah. I mean, if you go, well, who, who, you have to bet a hundred bucks. Who's the first one of the current five? that would be gone, it would be Doug. Yeah. But that's just, it's yeah. kind of an easy play to make. Right, that's not necessarily, you know, yeah. You're not really doing right. mental gymnastics. If you, want a, if you want a value play, <laughs> then it would be me. Yeah. I think, I think that would be fair to say. Um, but at the same time, not doing the show would make me sad. Right. You know, yeah. at this moment, not doing the show a few years ago. Rejoice. <laughs> 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 <Rejoiced. laughs> yeah. So, different set of circumstances yeah i think that's a really good point too on the the, th- the three different lanes kind of tma yeah. blue party tim mccurran show because like tma it can be pretty much exclusively like what we do best is just fuck around and then bloom party more serious sports topics which is also an important element and then this show is kind of everything in between so like yeah, it does kind is, of se- it, it. it separates it to a point where i think all three shows are better because of it Yes, like, because you keep them in their separate lanes. Right. Which, which, by the way, was not a plan. I mean, no. the Hell Bloom Party didn't even exist 15 months ago. Right. Um, but with this, this this to me, like, if you go, okay, like, what would you do forever? You know, because with, with TMA, there are other people involved. This, I mean, you're involved, but you're 24. Mm-hmm. I could do this and, like, have a guest that is not sports-related and then also not have, you know, TMA listeners go, you know, Iggy's bored, you know, you know, it just like I can do my thing and not worry about right. This is this would be the one, which might sound weird. This would this type of format mm-hmm. is my happy place. Um, because I'm it's just it's just essentially me and the microphone. Right. And, and I, it's the Tim McKern show. If someone were to complain, like you're listening to the yeah, Tim McKern yeah, you, show. You, you've sought it out. Yeah. Um, you hit play on the podcast. Right. No one forced you. Then Which is turn channel. Chris Rock says about Twitter, like you chose to follow me. <laughs> it's like showing up at my door for dinner and bitching about what I cooked for you. Yeah. I mean, you chose to come here. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I want to answer as many as I can here. I listen to our podcast. Uh, phone lines dropping. 
I don't, I don't. Yeah, I, I, yeah. The phone line thing here, I guess, is odd. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. You know about it there. I don't know if they drop so much as there I mean, isn't a ringer. So when somebody the, calls in, that that that's odd. The gate. Well, like Gabe one time dropped, but that's the only time I can think of like a phone. But, line. But but like when people call in. Uh yeah. So like that is like I'll just try to contextualize it the best I can. We were at KFNS, like the phone was directly in front of me. Right. I, I would have. But did to, it ring? Did it make a sound? Uh if my mic was off. Got it. If I, but my mic is can, can, in a perpetual state of on back there. Oh, really? I just, I'm able to control it from here. But Plowboy on the board I'm sitting in front of right now, where Plowboy is in front of every day on TMA, turns my mic on, and it's on ah. the entire segment. I can turn it off with a mic switch. But, if the, but the phone clearly isn't ringing, because otherwise you would hear it. Right. And so if I were to have the phone ringer on... It would probably 99% of the time be fine, but the times when my mic is on, you would hear that, and that would be annoying. I think I think it's worth it. Okay. Well, I, I can... I, I can... didn't know. I just thought for whatever reason it didn't ring, and we've been under the impression that we were moving into new studios, but then at the same time, you're still going to be in the I would still new, be in the same, right. So it doesn't change. No, and also, I think it's important to note, the phone would be ringing a lot. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's a certain gentleman who calls in all uh, three hours, and so it would never uh, stop ringing. And that's another thing. Uh, uh, well, and, right there, that's the hammer. <laughs> yeah, that no. was the hammer right there. You know, that's what, I'm sitting here going, why the fuck haven't we had the ringer on for 14 months? Well, yeah. there, that's it. It would, okay. it would just yeah. never stop ringing, which yeah. is fine, but eventually... Yep, I it get it. Yeah, like... the ringer stays off. I understand. <laughs> that, ne- next piece of business. Uh, let's see what else we got. So that explains that part. That's good. Yep. I learned something on the podcast <laughs> today. Uh, people sound like robots. We talked about that. I'm not hating on the show, obviously, because I listen and or podcast daily, but I'm wondering how you make sense of it in your brain. I think, I think hopefully I explained that. Because if, if, if all I had were TMA, if there were no sound story, mm-hmm. if there were no balloon party, if there were no Tim McKernan show, I think I'd view it differently. Um, perha- I think I would. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's not a situation that I'm in. Right. It's but it's like I have my own outlet side projects right and i don't you know it doesn't take up you know the because if his teammate is the only thing you right then i'd be like okay i gotta make sure that this is right a certain way and it's the only place that we're going to be able to talk about this it's just it's it's also nice to not feel like you got to talk about something right exactly i can't tell you how liberating that is how liberating it is i have no interest. None. I don't know. I, it's, it's one of these things that you don't want to play because then somebody could play it back like, you know, however many years later and go, you said you would never do this. But I'm telling you, I just, I have no interest in being the guy who's just like holding on just to be on. I'd like to think what I did with television shows you how much I care. <laughs> <laughs> I quit it. And I was done with it, and now people who are either in it or who left after me go, God, you were right. <laughs> and I wasn't doing it because I was right. I just didn't like it. Right. And it, it was it was creatively stifling mm-hmm. and bored the shit out of me. It was a check, and I was only 26 or 7 when I left, but it was, it was just, oh, fuck. And it was also the hours... And knowing that there's no room for advancement, and even if you do a great job, and I get, get I from their perspective, I don't blame you. You got 200 people who want one job. Why would you overpay somebody? That's that's smart business on their part. It's supply and demand, but it was going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I maybe this is out of line, but the salaries now in that industry, holy shit! Yeah, boy, I had no idea. 
I had no idea until relatively recently. Um, it's just, you know, but, but I don't, I don't, it's just, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm so comfortable with going away <laughs> <laughs> that I don't, and I don't feel like everybody needs to hear, like I've had 20 years, like to get 20 years in my hometown or 23 years in my hometown. Yeah. Yeah. Let somebody else come along who like really is like sitting there with the remote in their left hand and their cock in the other as they watch the Cardinals bullpen moves. You know, <laughs> I just, that's just not me. It's a hell of a mental picture. <laughs> I just, or, you know, or they're getting ready to get their tweet out and hope for the hundred likes, you know, and it's like, I didn't me. I'm not saying they're wrong. It's just not me. Right. So if that's what people want, that's totally cool. The market changes. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to all of a sudden like pop up on TikTok giving takes just to like go. Oh, shit! I guess I got to go to TikTok. Yeah, check it's, the it's box. So transparent. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Yeah. It's, I, and if somebody says, "Hey, you got to do that," I go. That's totally cool. I get that you is you know need to have me doing that. I just don't. That's not what I want to do. Right. And so God bless. And I'll go do my own thing. Essentially, my version of OnlyFans, <laughs> but for broadcasting. Yeah. And do maybe that. I'll make less money. Maybe I'll make more money. I don't know. But I don't really care. <laughs> so, so it doesn't matter. It so, yeah. I just don't want to. Well, I'm not. I don't say I don't want to. I'm just not gonna be guy who needs to be on. I, I'm looking for less exposure. <laughs> You're one of the few industry. <laughs> I want to do, but that was one of the things with Doug. Again, I they feel like I this should be, this podcast should be called Praise Doug. So often, I remember. I know I've told this before. I think I don't know when, but. Uh, when Hadley one time called me and said, hey, big man. That's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite story. <laughs> no, this isn't the pay cut one. That's, uh, a, that's a good one as well. Fine, I'll, t- I'll tell both. Yeah, just for my amusement, yeah. nothing else. Uh, well, Doug tells the story. I wasn't around. I mean, I was, I was of course, on the show, but I wasn't right. at this meeting. <laughs> Hadley met with Doug and told him he was going to cut his pay. Not like something immense, but just right. cut it, you know. And Doug goes, well, that's fine. I don't really, you know, yeah. need to do it. I'll just, I'll just quit. He wasn't, he wasn't making a play. <laughs> it was just who he is. Yeah. And like, uh, okay, we'll just figure something out. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was the quickest bluff at the pot. Lose the hand. Yeah. You know, all right, all right, we'll deal. All right, deal him a shuffle. You know, Doug wasn't making a play. It was just, he's just like, yeah, I don't fucking care. Yeah. The way Doug told it to me the first time, he goes, "We're gonna cut your pay." And Doug goes, "No." And he goes, "Okay, never mind." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I could just picture what that was like because I know both parties. And then the other one was, I can't remember what it was. I think there was talk of Doug doing his own show. I can't remember what the hell it was. I don't know. what. I know it was something like that. And it was, (laughs) big boy, I think uh, it's time to build up Dougie's uh, brand. And, And I'm thinking to myself, Doug could not care any less about his brand <laughs> but it's not my place right. to speak for doug right right so uh i think john wanted me to ask doug because perhaps the last time he had asked doug about something doug said he's quitting yeah so i said i asked doug i said well, you, you in, i said I, I said hey th- i think they're interested in you doing you know in addition to tma your own show uh-huh and they want you to build up. And I, I think I delivered. I didn't like prejudice it by laughing. 
you know, because the thing for guys who've been around a while, this whole brand thing, it's like content. We recognize these are hand job words that buzzwords, have no yeah. buzzwords. Exactly yeah. right. Word of the, word of the year. Kind of uh, absolutely. That mean nothing. Mm-hmm. We've been creating hashtag content since 2004. We just didn't make a big fucking deal about it. <laughs> right. So I said, so that the, the word then was brand. I said, are you interested in this? And he's talking about building your brand. He's, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine uh, hearing. <laughs> I don't that. care about my brand. I don't, you know, my brand is I'm the guy who reacts to the weird things you and Iggy say, and I make sounds. I know what my role is. I know who I am, and I'm not, you know. And he listed a bunch of people who talk a bunch. He goes, I'm not that, right? You know, and I'm like, God, that is so. I mean, not only was it funny, I just loved the awareness of it. Because most broadcasters just are like, I'll eat. Get what you got more for me? I'll eat. I'll eat. You're Hank Kingsley. Yeah. You know, you'll pitch anything. You'll do anything just so you're in the spotlight. Shout out Jeffrey Tambor one time. Oh, though. my God. <laughs> Incredible. One of the greatest uh, performances in, in television for my money. So, yeah, that, that, that's that's who he is. And, yeah, he left television and didn't even do anything about it. And then Martin, I think, came in here and goes, we got to do some kind of send-off. And Doug's like, I don't want to send off. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, he left television, and he left television so quietly that when they said he was coming back to television, it wasn't true, and nobody even knew what, what, what the real truth was. I had more motherfuckers either email me or come up to me. And I'm like, well, how are people coming up to me? Because they have to be, like, in my home to come up to me. <laughs> right, there's but I remember, spots. <laughs> yeah, there's only a couple spots. I'm either on the range, on the putting green, or on my couch. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, or out of state. And I just remember that. I'm like, God, I have been asked about Doug and KMOV, which just shows how many people read that gossip column. Yeah, for real. Uh, Like, it's the biggest damn thing. And I remember going into that morning, I'm just like, oh, I guess Doug wanted to go back to television. Surprising to me, but whatever. Doesn't fucking matter to my life. He's happy. Great. Maybe he's making some more money and wants to do it. Fuck, I don't know. Whatever. And he goes, yeah, I'm not, though. <laughs> I go, well, what the hell's the article about? He goes, I don't know. I'm in the weird spot because my health insurance is there. And, you know, and so I'm just trying to, like, so I don't want to say, you know, I'm not. Right. <laughs> going, holy shit, there's this huge article, Doug Vaughn to return to television. With a great glamour shot of him. <laughs> I, real quickly, you know, you talked about how you like the guys more on the show after Jamaica. I truly understood how funny Doug, Doug Vaughn is. In Jamaica, I, I truly got the the real sense of it because I've been listening for so many years and worked with him now for a couple of years, and obviously you can tell he's funny. But like some of the things, just and it's not like the way what he says, just the way he reacts to things. That's that's what it is. He's a to- like Martin, <laughs> and I didn't because somebody texted in or in the YouTube chat when Martin was in. Tim, you laughed differently when Martin's in, and I think they were like accusing. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm reading into it, like accusing me of fake laughing when Martin's in. Martin's humor. I think I talked about this somewhere, as I always say, but uh, is more, I guess I would say, proactive cutting. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of more my style, Mm -hmm. but it isn't what the show's is necessarily. Doug's is reactive, super, both are are super quick. Like, I lap me in a heartbeat. But, But Doug's is more reactive, you know? And it's, he is, now if he's telling a story, like the tags, the DMV thing, and, you know, and, and uh, John Vaughn on the Easter egg hunt, and he's oh, like yeah. 25, uh, which, and the golf coach. I mean, he's absolutely, but my thing, I knew about it from KMOV. Right. 
which is why, as the late, great Jennings Jr. would say, when Doug became Martin's replacement in 2007, I didn't know that people were like, what the fuck are they doing? Because nobody knew how funny Doug was. They're right. going, the guy on Channel 4? Yeah. The hell is he going to do on that show? But I knew from 2000 through 2005 that the guy who made me piss myself <laughs> in that office was Doug. Yeah. I mean, with shit that, I mean, you know, we'd all be, we'd all be put in jail for the <laughs> stuff we were saying back there. But fortunately, we were in our own little world. Me, Doug, Savard, Tim Klutzar, it's a producer named Troy Roberts, who was fucking unbelievably hilarious. Uh, and, and our editor, Mark Griffin. Now you do a sports cast, and it's literally a person. <laughs> but we Doug. had six. It's Doug. <laughs> yeah. But we had six people to do these shows. And sometimes there were three-minute sports casts, you know? Right. Um, so obviously, we had time. Uh, and it was the, you know, Doug would say it wasn't the halcyon days, but it was a, a great, especially in comparison to now, the great era. We're on the road with the Cardinals and Blues in the playoffs. We're on the road for every Rams home game. The teams were really good. And I'm in my early, tw- I'm your age, mm-hmm. traveling all over the country, making a decent living, not like, you know, ridiculous money, but for my age, I'm thrilled with it. Uh, Doug's, you know, hilarious, and he's been doing it for, you know, 15 years in St. Louis, so he's comfortable coming from Miami. Uh, Savard is the sports director. He's been there for, you know, seven, eight years. He's established and, you know, likable, and and he was a great guy to work for. Uh, And it was just, I mean, that was, I didn't necessarily like what I was doing as the job, but as far as the entertainment of that place goes, holy shit. And Doug... But I just knew, I'm like, oh, people don't know he's not funny. But I, I remember watching him on SportsCast when I was in grade school going, oh, I love when Doug Vaughn's on. Yeah. He reminded me of uh, kind of like a cross between this guy. He used to do stuff on ESPN. I can't remember what his name is. He looked exactly like him, not John Lithgow. A little Martin Mull, and then this guy. I can't remember what his name was. Doug looks exactly like him. And it was always kind of this dry humor and I just like, oh, I love when this Doug Vaughn guy would anchor. Oh, yeah. You know, and then I got to work with him. And so, yeah, it was, I mean, it was, I would piss myself. I mean, for real, my second day at work there, my dream job at the time, and I'm pissing myself. I'm literally wetting myself. I'm true. I'm, I'm not saying it is like a exaggeration. I would piss myself. I mean, the shit that went on, I, I would love to write about it, but I can't. I mean, uh, p- people would go down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're sitting in the Montego Bay Airport. I'm reading my book. Doug had just come over from eating all his bird seed by the phone charging station. He's got a CPAP in his luggage that he can't leave. And Iggy sits down next to me. Iggy's just wearing a pink polo and his pants. And he pulls out his leather jacket. And I think Iggy would even admit that that leather jacket has seen better days and puts it on. And just the look on Doug's face while he's doing it, I have to look into my book because I'm laughing so hard because the look on Doug's face at this jacket that's ripped. And st- I mean, it was truly like that was like a time where I had to like step out because I was laughing so hard just because just the way Doug oh, is. Oh, God. I actually, not that this is like a contest of who we fell in love with in Jamaica, I actually found myself really liking the Plowhawk more. Oh, that's the greatest. You know? And and I don't know, I guess maybe i just never been around him outside of when we have our events. Yeah, yeah. And obviously in here. And maybe Madison makes him, you know, whatever. Right. But, you know, Anna Marie really liked Madison, really respects Madison a great deal. Um, Yeah, and I really like the Plowhawk. And I'm like... I wasn't like, oh, God, I got to spend, you know, f- however many days we were there, three or four days with these four motherfuckers. That's not what I was like. I'm like, I got my kids. I sat it on the podcast. Right, right. My my in-laws are watching my two children. 
I'm uncomfortable with that. That's the part that I didn't, that I was dreading Mm -hmm. candidly. Um, But then as we're there, I'm just like, God, I really do, you know. And I know people don't like to hear that. That's the other thing. I think a lot of people like to hear it. The vocal people don't necessarily like to hear the the positive stuff. But it's not covering anything. I don't have to tell you. It's just, you know. But, I mean, Iggy was on brand. Like, he, you know, felt sick one day or something that we were supposed to go on a catamaran and said he wasn't going to do it, and they asked him to come or whatever, and he shows up, and he's all pissy about it. <laughs> I mean, did you were, were you there when he walked up? Oh, it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. Shut up in his hedonism so, t-shirt. So, so that, yeah, that hedonism, that stained hedonism t-shirt. <laughs> so that, that entertains the hell out of me. I mean, oh, that, yeah. that stuff legitimately makes me laugh. But, yeah, the plow hawk, you know, just... Just being him. Man. Yeah. He's so funny. He t- <laughs> I'll say this real quick. This is another moment where... I, with Doug, I was pissed. It was me, Doug, Plowhawk, sitting at the broadcast table right before, it was probably 30 minutes before the show was going to start. We were broadcasting down there, and I said, Plowhawk, like, you didn't get in the ocean on the catamaran, but you still got wet when the water splashed up when we hit the choppy wires. He was like, yeah, that was really unfortunate because that was my last clean pair of underwear. <laughs> <laughs> and the look on Doug's face was, again, just yeah, that was on Monday. We got there on Saturday afternoon. He admitted that he packed too lightly. <laughs> He goes, they're air drying out there right now. <laughs> oh, my God. I almost pissed myself oh, again. God. So that's the thing, man. So going back to like, and again, I know people aren't saying, get rid of Iggy, get rid of Plowhawk. Nobody's saying that, even when they get their asses ripped on right, the show. Right, right. But that is essentially what you're sacrificing. And I'll say this, and I don't think I'm speaking out of school. You know, when we were, you know, coming over, like Doug has always said the guy that he values in a major way on the show. It's like, and Doug hardly ever taught. Doug's just a guy who shows up and catches 10 passes and scores two touchdowns and just. It's Larry Fitzgerald. And then goes on about his business. Yeah. But was was the Plowhawk. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this 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 goes on, whether it be in 2021 or, God, I can't remember when it was. When he left, I guess, one of the times or was let go. Mm-hmm. He was let go in, you know, in. And he would say, "That's the that guy." I get, you know, I get more people asking about him than anybody else, you know. And I'm uh, so. And Doug has a an affinity and appreciation for uh, for the Plowhawk. They have a fine relationship. Yeah, I really. Well, when I come it. in here every morning, Iggy's not Iggy's in the building, I guess, but he's somewhere smoking, walking around. So when I walk in here, you're in your thing, and it's Doug and the Plowhawk usually here because I get here, you know, at seven oh five or whatever the hell right. time I get here, and they're already. Talking about something or another, uh, it's always amusing to me. Like Doug's talking conservative politics, and the plot was like, "Yeah, you know." And I'm like, "Going, and you don't feel this way." <laughs> but he's just <laughs> he's just spaced out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's already because him and because Doug and Rocky used to have passionate oh, I know. conversations. I, oh, I mean, that's the, I, that's the, I, that's something I did not enjoy walking in on almost daily, and it was before your time of. You know, feeling like I was walking into, you know, the Tucker Carlson show. Yeah. I mean, it did, I, it, you know, it wasn't the end of the world, but it was just like, oh, fuck. You know, because you're walking in, they're going to do the show. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know, but it, it wasn't by any means, it was like, a, like you know, right. passionate. It's just people just having a conversation, but it's not, you know, yeah. it, it could be the Rachel Maddow show. It's not because of, of my particular worldview. It's just not something that, but that's the stuff that Doug is engaged in. Yeah, you know? oh yeah. and that's yeah, and which is. But I also think that, as I've said before, January seventh, twenty twenty one, us, you know, deciding as a group, going, okay, we're not doing that anymore. The politics stuff has been 
it wasn't like a tough decision. It was a very easy decision that I think was made in about 45 seconds worth of, you know, five texts. Yeah. And then we just went on with our day. But what a significant thing yeah. for the show. Really, and really absolutely good. the right thing. And it took January 6th for something that probably should have happened years beforehand to happen, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, all right, uh, continuing on here. The funny thing is that those materials provide a ton of material, so it's almost as if those things are celebrated and championed because it contributes to the roast-like content. But I can see a world where that stuff would bother you because you seem to be a bit of a perfectionist with some OCD and or neurotic habits. So, yeah, I would agree with it if it like if it mattered or if management said, or, or if all of a sudden, like, the show's numbers, in particular revenue, but even downloads, like, were going down and people were... Because I guess there were there there have certainly been times where people would, you know, the only thing that I feel like people consistently complain about now with the show is Larry Nickel, you know. Right. And I'll say it again. I mean, do I like the segment? You know, it's not. It, but it, Larry went through a health thing. Mm-hmm. For him, it's a thing, and it's it's probably three to five minutes. We fuck around with it, you know. He's a good guy. Really? He's a part of the show, and it's a little, you know, it's a little three minutes of the however many minutes of the week that we are on live but that's about it now there have been times over the years i have to have to think back to things that went on in the show that people didn't like but we used to have guests Mm -hmm. and some of them were scheduled and it would kind of kill the show and for whatever reason it got to a point like yeah why would we do that now. If they get like Jr. and Gabe are guys who could come in here and fill in when somebody's on vacation, 100%. it works. Yeah, but that's not every guest, and so why like have the show have this pace and this sense of humor, and then all of a sudden it changes just for the sake of talking baseball or hockey or right. football? Like, why do it? It's our thing. We're gonna do it the way that we believe works, and yeah. I think that's why it's you know continues to gain new listeners. Young listeners, too, which oh, yeah. is something that, you know, that's not necessarily uh, common in radio, although here at Hubbard they view us more as a as a podcast. Again, genuine and sincere questions, not looking to get anyone bent out of shape or fired up. Thanks. Be well. It's Timmy Recaps. So I hope I answered the questions. I think I answered the oh, questions. Oh, yeah. No, I think we did a, a good job of answering all the questions. You got to go do something? Nah. Really? No, nah, I'm tired, too. No. Yeah. Chilling. All right. God bless. How long did I go? I'm going to take a guess. TikTok, I'm going to say an hour and 30. Hour 32. All right. Yeah. Solid. With one question. And the thing is, my inbox is full of <laughs> a variety of others that I was like, oh, I'll get to. Oh, by the way, I just went to my email inbox as I was saying that, and I got a thing from YouTube TV on MLB TV. This is, if you, oh, no. Breaking, well, I'm not breaking news on a podcast. Uh, hi, Timothy. We recently informed members about our deal expiration with the MLB Network on January 31st, 2023. We were in Jamaica. Yeah. Unfortunately, this also affects the MLB TV add-on and standalone channel on YouTube TV. For members who want to watch MLB TV, MLB offers the option to purchase the channel directly on MLB.com. I was hoping that they would say... Yeah, that we've... we've... Jesus. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, I was thinking I was going to have good news. Yeah. Nope. It was actually, like, yeah. shittier. <laughs> see what I got here. Here's a QFT. It's brand new. It was just sent in. Wow, it's a long one. Let's see what it's even about. Uh, detail on the spread. Oh, this topic may be incredibly boring for a good portion of listeners, but I'd love to hear some detail on the spreadsheets you mentioned using to track various aspects of life. I think people would be so creeped out by it. Ah, creeped out isn't the right word. Just like, oh, fuck, he really is so, you know, 
like I like my wife used and then she lost all her notes and we'll be on the road and go to a restaurant and she'll put in the notes if we liked it and what meals we liked and didn't like. That's good value. Good yeah, value. it did. And then somehow when she switched phones, it didn't transfer. Oh. And I go, no, I can pull up the health chart. And she goes, fucking health chart. Like the health chart is a running joke in our house. Yeah. But yeah, that is so I'm not, I'm done with the podcast today. So don't worry. I'm not going to go into a whole new thing, but I will put that in the uh, QFTA file. Uh, without sounding too sappy, TMA and your podcast has provided incredibly helpful advice. Well, that's nice. And this is a lot, as you can see here. Not that it matters. If, if, on the off chance, you dense. Think it is dense and with small font. Uh, TMA and your podcast has provided incredibly helpful advice and motivation over the years, for which I'm unbelievably thankful. Well, that's good to hear. That's awesome. I do think we give through stories. This guy's an attorney. I do think we give through stories. What I would help is is life experience what can be counsel, mm-hmm. I would hope. Yeah. I've had people say that the don't waste time on anything that doesn't have upside is something they now use. The juice isn't worth the squeeze, which would kind of fall under the same umbrella. I mean, I don't know how many people would be in a spot where they're in a public war of words with a you know known liar. Uh, so that one kind of applies only to, you know, if you're in the, the public eye. Um, and I really do like some people like some things and some people don't like other things. Really? I mean, you, it's kind of a way if you can finish anything with that. Yeah. Like, like, you know, I'm not really into this movie, but some people like some things, some people don't like yeah, other things. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It really is a really great mantra. It's like what we were talking about right beforehand because you were looking at these golf shirts that this company right, would right. do business with. And they're going to be expensive. Right. And I'm like... People are going to complain about how expensive they are. I, I, you're seeing the retail price. Yeah. The retail price is expensive. Yeah. So one of the great things is you don't have to buy it. And you can complain about all you fucking want. I, I, this is the price. You can take it up with their board if you would like. <laughs> right. It's a company in New York City. I'm sure they'd, you know, love to hear from you. But don't buy it. That's the, it's, it's just it's so simple. Yeah. And I don't know why in... What seems like the 80s and 90s, and maybe and to an extent the 2000s, like you, you, you gave a shit. I, my theory would be you only had a handful of channels, and with KFNS way back when, it was the only sports channel. And so if you have me and Martin and the cat fumble fucking around about, you know, like calling a sorority to see if they hook up with each other, and you want to hear about the Cardinals game. And you're, you know, especially and you're older. But even if you're not older, like, what is this shit? Right. I get that. But now, why in the world would you listen to or watch something or complain about the price of something when you don't have to listen to it, watch it, or buy it? I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer to that. It, it, <laughs> it, it is nuts. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And it, it's like, and I get like, for some things, like, complaining about the price is very fair. If it's like essential or things you need to live but like when the plowock was bitching about the cost of a dog's jersey i'm like but it's supply and demand they right. can get the price so that's why it's there and right. it's not reflective of the league and not having self-awareness good for stl city that people want to wear that thing you know yeah exactly yeah i saw someone text in today you know mls uh, on apple tv is 15 a month and on nbc sports you can get the english premier league for five dollars a month like that's surprising. I'm like, well, I bet the cost in England 
or in Europe in general, is probably more expensive because the demand for watching that sport is much higher. I would also say probably, see this comes from sitting on the other side of the desk, that the cost of production for those games is substantially higher because it is substantially more popular than the MLS. Right. So I, I could be wrong on that. That's a guess. But either way, you, you know, then don't. Buy it. But, but, but listen, I also, the counter to that is different than like buying a TMA golf shirt. Right. Is, I, I want to watch it. Yeah, right. But I, I'm tired of paying for all these services, which I do understand. You know, I like the MLS model as opposed to this shit with Bally's. That's that if right. I want to watch the MLS, and I will, you know, but part of it, again, as I said on the radio, it's for my job. But I want to be able to watch it. Mm-hmm. So, I, and I will be able to look on my phone and I won't have to go, God, is the game not on here? I just, I will know where it is. I will hit my app and it will be on. And it just is, you know. It's easy. It's so easy and right. it's so fucking. And it's modern because, like, you, there's situations where you want to watch on your phone on the, on the bus ride from Montego Bay Airport to. Yes. I was yeah, watching. Yeah, I, was yeah, watching I think that was more about the Jamaican wireless signal, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the, the, I was I was because I was trying to watch it too. Right, I was sitting in the chair behind you. Yeah, I was, and... and I was glad. Like I was able to watch most of it. Sometimes it would cut out, but like, if you want to watch a SEC basketball game, it is going to be on the ESPN app. Yeah, that's a promise. It's going to be on the. There's a handful of games that will be on CBS Sports. Other than that, it'll be. But Major League Baseball, there is games oh, on your it's... RSN. Then there's a game on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Apple, ESPN. There's five or six different. Right outlets where you you might have and the a product game. for me isn't like I'm like I gotta see it I just I yeah. tell you they're just they are, this is a pivotal moment for Major League Baseball Absolutely. pivotal moment with this uh, regional sports network and thing. sports business in general hundred percent because it impacts the other leagues as well uh, all right we'll shut it down Ashton Jackson an hour and forty minutes on one DM <laughs> a DM nonetheless God. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we probably did like three hours worth of balloon party when you include the commercial breaks oh, on yeah, this yeah. podcast. Yeah. Balloon party goes out to about 42 minutes. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, thank you. You're always welcome. To, I mean, for real, send anything anything in. And the worst thing that can happen is I just don't read it. Right. So you can send anything in. Ask a question. You might be like, this might fucking piss you off. Fine. Take a shot. Fire the puck on the net. It's the only way it's going to score. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, thehomeloanexpert.com. Refinancing. Buying a home. Work with the great Ryan Kelly. That's what I did. The Home Loan Expert dot com. Uh, insurance, life insurance. Jackson, you have life insurance. Be no. weird if you did. No, I do not. I wonder. If, I guess you could get it now, and then oh, you yeah. can assign it to oh, yeah. uh, if you ever were to mm-hmm. get married or whatever the hell you do. Uh, yeah, it's been a time. That it's so inexpensive. In the next five years. I'll yeah. Uh, James Carlton, 314-961-4800. To go online at carltoninsurance.net. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Can't say it enough. I feel like a lot of our listeners have gotten on board. It's not just about Mark. It's about a financial advisor in general. But, oh, if I would have been spreadsheeting when I was 23 and started at KMOV, I mean, the um, I, would, I, just, I, would, I would be in such a better spot because I would have paid attention to all of this stuff. And if I would have had Mark, somebody mm-hmm. like Mark, in my existence, oh, my God. Whew. Yeah, the money I lost playing poker would have not. It would have still been. Oh, I mean, it just wouldn't have happened. Right. Because I would, because I, I, I like, I take pride in watching, you know, growth. Absolutely. And monitoring it now. And I was losing whatever I was losing. And, you know, if I send my financials over to an accountant or a financial advisor and they'd go, yeah, those 12 deposits to poker stars this week. 
we're going to need to we'll cut back on cut those. back on those if you can. You know, and do we need to have an intervention? <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. Seth Goldcamp, Design Air, Heating and Cooling. I'm looking outside here on February 16th, 2023. Looks like it's cold and rainy. It's 41 and windy. That's what it says. Uh, warm weather coming this weekend, but anytime you run into furnace issues, any HVAC issues, work with the great Seth Goldcamp of Design Air, Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. And finally, Munganess, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota. See, I have an email here from... Uh, uh, the great Jamie Burkhardt. Oh, wow. About getting my car down to, uh, Jupe Town. Jupe Town, baby. Jupe Town, baby. We gets down, baby. For the crown, baby. Have you watched any of that, uh, Netflix thing? What do they call Full, full swing? swing? I have not yet. There's a lot of Jupe Town in there. Is it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's where, like, all that's where they live, live right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, I watched the first episode last night. Last Good. Last. Oh yeah, but I mean I, that's what I'm into. Right? Yeah, that's. But it's interesting that I can tell what they're doing. They like they have like Amanda Renner, formerly Balionis, going, you know, and at a par you have to. So they're trying to bring ah, in, which okay. is what I imagine they did with the F1 thing. Oh yeah, big time. So they kind of like dumbed it down for the people who aren't F1 aficionados. Got so that's it. smart to do. Although it just maybe it's because I'm such a golf aficionado. I like that they're doing it. It almost seems out of place, but they're like, I guess they wanted to. Clearly establishes a goal. They're trying to get more people. Yeah, it's just it. I don't. It's so tough. And then they, the the big thing, you know, the, the focal point in the first episode is the PGA Championship and Justin Thomas and Southern Hills. Mm. And then, if you recall, that was a playoff. Do you remember who was in the playoff? Uh, uh, Will Zalatoris. Yes. Who blew it on the seventy second hole? Uh, what did you just do? You just that was Will, Zal- Will Zalatoris' oh, putting, oh, putting stroke. stroke. Uh, who blew it on the last hole? 72nd hole. Uh, oh, um, God bless it. He was, he's new. Uh, he's not American. I'm not looking for adjectives. I'm looking for answers, dear. Sebastian Munoz. No, no sorry. Damn it. What and was that it? struck me as anti-Latin. <laughs> I didn't mean to be. No. Uh, who was it? Because it's going to piss me off. Mito Pereira. Mito Pereira. He's from Chile, right? Hi. Yeah. All right. Damn it, Jackson. Nope. You're gonna you're gonna smart over that one. You probably, but you're gonna go back and edit in the right answer. That's what I think is gonna happen. <laughs> Just me, like blank, like deadpan, going Mito Pereira, and then having to like find an old audio clip of you saying yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. So uh, my understanding is episode two is Brooks Kepka and Jenna at home the whole time. Mm, yeah, that doesn't. That doesn't. And people are like, yeah, he comes off as kind of unlikable. I'm like, you weren't aware of yeah, he's, he's that been dynamic. Been doing that for a little bit, right? So, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I love it, but I'm a golf guy. Right. You know, if this were 15 years ago and they did this with the poker guys, I would have been all over, all over it. Yeah. But I haven't watched the F1 thing, even though I know a lot of people loved it. Maybe I would get into it. I don't know. I watched it. I didn't get, like, fully into it, but I appreciate it a lot more. And yeah. it's more on my radar than it would have ever been yeah. had I not watched that. See, this isn't about golf. I think what it's going to wind up being is more about the live thing and the relationships amongst the players, which is certainly going to be an intriguing dynamic, so I'm into that. Why the fuck am I talking about this, by the way? Oh, because Jupiter and Jamie Burkhardt. Oh, I saw yeah, his yeah. email about like, getting my car down. I was thinking about driving down there, but, God, it is. 
Yeah, that's not. I've it's made a, that trip before. It's, it's a haul. That's a whole. Once you get to Florida, you're halfway there. And our first day, they were supposed to be March 1st, and that's a Wednesday. So then what do I do? Do I miss Monday and Tuesday's shows? Right. That's a tough spot. Can't do it. Do I go early and then pay money for a hotel? Because the place I'm staying at, you know, where I didn't click cancel, <laughs> <laughs> isn't available until the 1st. So I'm like, fuck, I'm just going to ship the damn thing down there and fly with my family. But I got to tell you something, and maybe this this will arrive in your life at some point. Me and my brother Kevin always thanked at the end of TMA. We talked about this recently. Silent drives, silent drives. Mm. All they, my drives are currently <laughs> silent. So. They are, and just listening to a book or a podcast. Yeah. Oh, it's my happy oh. place. And then I'm, when I'm and when I'm driving there, mm-hmm. I'm in such a right. great headspace. But when you're driving there, and I realize people are like, dude, it's four weeks. Stop. I'm not complaining about the four weeks. I'm talking about picking your whole life up for four weeks and then two, you know, I, don't know, I guess you can't call a five-year-old a baby, but you can call a one-year-old a baby. So a baby and a five-year-old. I don't know if I, I – I can't justify the 20-some-odd hours of the driving on the front end, 40 hours of driving on the front end and the back end, and like how four weeks later I'll be driving again – Oh, yeah, doing it all over oh, again. God. And I'll never forget that 20-hour drive right at the start of COVID with Jameson, who was two, in the in a fucking car seat. Oh, boy. And we drove straight through. Left PGA National at 7 St. Louis time and crossed the Mississippi River almost exactly at midnight, oh. which is pretty damn good, yeah, that's by the good way. Yeah, it's good time, but... That's but you're thinking you can't like touch gas pump handles, right? Yeah, there was nobody was wearing masks, but you like couldn't touch gas pump handles. Nobody, we just, we just had no idea, yeah, no yeah. idea. And Jameson, at, at literally right when we were on 40 in front of St. Louis U High, he vomited. Uh, but imagine if he would have vomited when we were like an hour into the trip, you know, not even close to Orlando yet. Yeah. So I mean, we ran good, good that he yeah. vomited in front of the University High School, which might be sending a message. Yeah. Uh, all right, time to shut it down. Jackson is stunned that we go this long. I'm sorry. I like do. I you do I, like it. I like doing QFTA. Like if you were to fire up another question, I'd be fine. Like I like doing QFTA. I enjoy it too. I just I feel badly. You yeah, know, I don't feel bad because yeah. I get to pontificate more than I do on TMA or on Balloon Party. You got to start pontificating on these topics on Balloon Party, and I'll just sit back just with a knowing word. smile. Just give it a nod. I'm ready to rock. <laughs> Except the one time you didn't show up back in time for commercial break, I shat my pants. Oh, that was because we had JR on the line. It, it was, was going to be hockey time. Right. Otherwise, you would have gone straight into the Western Conference and the trade deadline. Tell you about the trade deadline. <laughs> tell you about these Clippers. <laughs> I could have gone, too. Uh, what, a, what a phenomenal operation. Uh, <laughs> all right, time for us to shut it down. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Uh, Mungana, St. Louis, Acura, Alton, Toyota, Seth Goldcamp, Design Air, Heating and Cooling, Ryan Kelly, TheHomeLoanExpert.com, our studio sponsor, Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, and Carlton, Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, Western Groves, for Action Jackson, also known as Action Jackson. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been the Tim McKernan Show from TheHomeLoanExpert.com studios.